Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A treat in store. We have Kate Roger <laughs> along to talk movies. <laughs> that sounds nice. Oh. I like being a treat in store. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love finding out about movies, of course. Of and, course. And we've got the BAFTAs coming up. Is that where we want to start? Yeah, we have award season in full swing, as you know. So we've had the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've the had Grammys. Some, um, we've had the Grammys. Yeah. And I know it's not film, but that was just the most amazing show. Wasn't it? It was just so terrific. And I see it for you and I, particularly, when you have the likes of Joni Mitchell, but also see Tracy Chapman. It was just, I had goosebumps and immediately burst into tears. I was sitting at my desk at work covering it for News Hub, and I still just (laughs) couldn't help myself. Well, she doesn't perform ever these days. She's quite reclusive. Billy Joel was there. Mariah Carey was there. All sorts, wasn't it? It just was a terrific live show, and it was live television. And I think Trevor Noah, out of all of the uh, hosts that we've had during the season so far. Mm. He just, he's just natural. He's not trying to kind of, uh, humour's not at the expense of other people. Yes. I thought he did a terrific job and um, yeah, I absolutely love the Grammys. But yes, as far as film awards go, uh, we're now looking at the BAFTAs, which is on Monday. Uh, and the Brits make some beautiful films and they do honour films from all over the world with the BAFTAs, but they do have a, a specific category for British films as well. Mm. So I've banged on already with Jesse um, about all of us strangers, which is featuring yes. so highly. Uh, in that. Uh, but another film that has been wowing film festivals, but also a massive Oscars hit, uh, is a French film called Anatomy of a Fall, uh-huh. which stars a German actress, um, Sandra Hüller, uh, who's in fact in two Oscar-nominated films. She's also in Jonathan Glazer's um, Zone of Interest. She's a phenomenal actor. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing to have a film with subtitles that you know that the Academy has decided is a mm. <laughs> is a real film. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it, but it was in English. Was yep, it? that's mm. the great thing. So the actress is German. She lives in France. She, in order to uh, to uh, communicate with her family and her husband over the many years she's there, they mm. often com- communicate in English. So it's actually fascinatingly done. It's the three languages bandied around, but you can you're kind of absorbed in all yes. of it. And because it's such a, a Quiet film. It's interesting. As just before we came on air, we talked about the, the murder film. It's so fascinating. It's not a spoiler to say mm. that at the beginning somebody dies, mm. uh, and it is a kind of part of it, isn't it? A courtroom procedure mm. where the only other two people anywhere uh, around a rather deserted home in in the snow happen to be the wife and the young son who's basically nearly blind. Mm. Uh, it is a dissection of a marriage or a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cleverly told uh, and just stunningly acted. So it's no surprise that it's doing such an incredible job of wooing um, people of all um, kind of ages but also all nationalities over the world. Yeah. And 
You loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. It's, a, it's an interesting one because it's getting so much talk now. And I guess this is one of the great bonuses about awards mm. is this film's been out for quite some time. Not a lot of people would have heard about it, mm. but because it's now in headlines and look, it's been nominated for an Oscar and it's been nominated mm. for a Golden Globe and a BAFTA, then people will go, oh, I wonder what, what film that is. And in some situations, they get re-released mm. on the big screen, yes. but otherwise with the joys of streaming, you can still see that film. So I love how it can elevate those little films. Mm. Moonlighting, mm. Uh, one year was one of them, Moonlight elevated it up. Yes. So people thought, what, what is that film? All of Us Strangers, a great example as well. So, Speaking about Freaky Friday, All of Us Strangers has got that ghosty, ghostly it? scene. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. And I did you have it. an emotional experience? Uh, yes. Yes, I did, actually. I mean, when, when, once I sort of figured out the ending, you know. Which is, which, yeah. And if you deep dive into that, yes. uh, there are so many different versions of what you think that might be. But at its heart, yeah. when you can sit in a cinema and have that kind of emotional connection and reaction, Action to what's essentially a study on grief and um, oh, identity. Yeah. I think it was terrific. It was. Uh, so, yes, lots of fantastic films um, in store for us for the BAFTAs uh, on Monday. And it's always so great. There's something a little elegant uh, about the BAFTAs as well. I've always really enjoyed it from that perspective. So bring it on. I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to go with the awards. Now, I'm intrigued by this next movie, May December, because it's got such a great plot. Hasn't it? Uh, yeah, and based on a true story. May December. Uh, it was sort of a – it's Julianne Moore uh, worth the ticket price just Lame. on her own. Yes. Um, Natalie Portman in there. Um, there's a, a show that became a huge hit for the CW network called Riverdale. And mm. one of the, the hot stars of that, Charles Melton, who is a bit of a pin-up, stars in this film. And I think we all love it when, you know, like a Zac Efron suddenly shows that he can act. And Charles Melton is terrific. Mm in this film and was nominated for a Critics' Choice and a Golden Globe to prove it. He's just he's just got, a, a, again, a vulnerability to him that's mm. very accessible. But the essential storyline is uh, what used to be a married woman with children, uh, a teacher, ends up uh, falling in love with uh, one of her young students. Um, she's jailed uh, for it in the States but is, uh, is pregnant to him and she ends up getting out of jail eventually and they, uh, I'll say, live happily ever after. Uh, it's a version of that, but it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So he's very, very young, and there's a whole concept of exploring the notion of consent, but really flipping it on its head, mm-hmm. but looking at the notion of power mm-hmm. that age brings, but also the dynamic of a teacher and a pupil. And, mm-hmm. and Natalie Portman plays an actress who is going to be the lead role in the film about this woman's life. And Julianne Moore's character invites her into the home to get to know them. Mm. It's a wonderful character study um, from Todd Haynes, who's also always so good at that. But it's also, uh, again, when you have a story that is told with a kind of a... Uh, it's, it, an intimacy is not... It's kind of a normalcy to it, mm. even though parts of it are so shocking and you're not really convinced uh, that any of them in some ways is some as a good person. Like yep, Natalie yep. Portman's character in parts is actually quite loathsome, mm. uh, and Todd Haynes is very good at doing that. So again, two powerhouse women. Uh, just book yourself in, settle in, and um, and follow the story. So Julianne Moore uh, plays. It was Mary Kay Letourneau, I think was Letourneau. the name. Was Letourneau. and uh, she was thirty six, and the husband, or became the husband, mm. was thirteen. So. It was, 
Yeah, no, that's jailable. That's yeah. a, that's jailable. Uh, and of course, we only meet them when they've, you know, yes. they've got children of their own who are teenagers. So we see, and they're kind of in their small community, you know, quite notorious, but also be very much accepted and supported in their community. Yeah. It's the, it's exploring the who really is she. Yes, uh, and you can form your own. Um, you know, perspective and opinion and decision, but also it's just the the intricacies of communicating that mm. on the big screen that Julianne Moore just does so incredibly well. Now, the third one, um, which again, a great title, How to Have Sex. It's a pretty uh, good title. And it's a pretty stunning movie by all accounts. It is, and um, a potentially misleading title in mm. a lot of ways, but also not. And as we talked about uh, about May-December, interestingly, this also uh, looks at the concept of consent. It's shot by a young British filmmaker who is a cinematographer and in fact shot an extraordinary film called After Sun mm-hmm. that Paul Meskell uh, was in, which was one of my films of the year last year. Molly Manning Walker is her name. So she DOP'd that and then this is her directorial debut and it's very much anchored in her own experience, mm-hmm. which is that rite of passage in the UK at the age of you know, sometimes 15, 16, uh, maybe 17, you go off to Mallorca or you go off mm. to, you know, an island in Greece. And, it's a and spring you, break scenario where they go off and that's the perfect party, description. Party. That is the perfect description. Mm. Uh, and it is a rite of passage. And we follow this lovely young girl uh, as she goes with her friends and she is the only one that is still a virgin. Mm. in the concept of this. So they're adult themes. It's really interesting because when I finished watching it and I have a 16-year-old, I thought this is a film I would like to take my daughter to, my stepdaughter to, uh, which would make her deeply uncomfortable to Mm. watch it with me. Mm. Uh, But also even if we'd ever spoke about it again, uh, it had so much potential for... uh, We we talk about consent sometimes in a as it should be, in quite an inflammatory way, mm. and understandably so. It's incredibly important, and it's ridiculous it's taken this long for it to be at the top of people's conversations when it comes to, to teenagers or anybody mm. of any age, man or woman. But this one looks at it in a way where it doesn't seek to shock you or frighten you. Mm. Uh, that, And for that, I feel like that age of um, of woman, in this case, will will be able to absorb that mm. so much more, more greatly. Mm. And also... She shot this um, in Greece and on a ti- in a tiny town and took over the whole place. Molly's an absolutely gorgeous woman to talk to. She visited New Zealand for the film festival and I got a chance to sit with her for half an hour. And she's just one of those storytellers who who knows how to take a personal story but make it universally appealing and mm. shot it so gloriously, like cinematically, like after saying you're just basking in mm. the, the colours and the movement and the and the dance and the euphoria of mm. being that young, but also the the you know the the aspects of that which can be really not confronting but sort of disappointing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Often yeah, yeah. life is just it's not shocking, underwhelming, it's yeah. underwhelming and disappointing, <clears throat> and mm. also really personal and hard to talk about. Mm. And so so you don't. So so many layers to this. Uh, absolutely a five star watch mm. for me. I'll watch all it ages. Again. I mean, you know, from it's not just going as long to as you know to what you're going in for, yeah, uh, yeah. which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, and read up about it as a parent if you're listening and you're thinking this could be great. Uh, I genuinely think it is. It's all very well to have these conversations in a stark setting, but there's something about cinema that can connect yes. in a way. And also, you know, teenagers, if mine's anything to go by, uh, they're so self-contained. They do. They are curious, but sometimes the places they go to in order to inform themselves aren't always the greatest. Um, and I, I, I promise you this was one of them.
Big screen, all of them? Big or? screen. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Oh, all of them are always good on the big screen. Um, I heartily <laughs> recommend it. And, of course, um, Molly's up for multiple uh, BAFTA awards as well. Uh, so it's 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 not just me that thinks it's terrific. It's well worth it if you can get to it on the big screen. There are some sneak sessions mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but it will go on general release in all cinemas um, at the beginning of March, just so you like. So if you miss out on it this weekend, uh, you have time to, um, to book your tickets for further down the track. Fantastic. Well, Kate, lovely to chat. Thank you for that. Three great movies. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a lovely weekend. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.